There's theories that say you only need a thousand dedicated fans. You're saying we're getting close to the number. We're on our way. Yeah, we're on our way to like. Yeah, you get a thousand like the good diehard fans. Yeah, yeah. And then you like. Yeah. I didn't read what comes next. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess it but it's probably, probably sick. Probably yeah. good things. Yeah. Fucking sick. It's like yeah. a theory or something. Kevin, what's up, baby? What's up, dude? I like the new setup. I'm looking like directly into your eyes. It's really this touching. Is like, this is literally the same setup we've been doing, but there's just like a little bit more space in between. Is that really true? I'm gonna try to look. I, I'm gonna <laughs> no, look at no, camera. Don't no, look, no, don't, no, look, don't at look at camera. But I like my. Uh, uh, I don't love the profile view that I'm seeing on video uh, in some of these clips. We well, should have told me that before we started recording. <sighs> Again, we'll, we'll work on it next week. Well, Cal- do you want to switch sides? Because I mean, no, I, no, no, no. We're I, good. We're my, just rocking. I'm on. I like my right side better. Yeah, I don't. It's not about that. It's more just like I like camera straight on versus. Well, camera side. straight on looks weird. Yeah, is that weird? Yeah. Okay. Well, Kevin, how was Coachella? <laughs> uh, it was great. I wish I went. Yeah. Um, I heard it's kind of torched, honestly. Really? Yeah. In a bad way? Yeah. I've been hearing rumblings in, on on the TikToks. Oh, yeah? That say that influencer culture has taken over and mm. kind of torched the entire scene. Yeah. I will say I kind of forgot that there was music at Coachella, right? Like I yeah. see, I've never been, right? And all I see are clips and photos and carousels. And I for, I'm so used to seeing people posting their outfits and stuff that no one even posts about music. They're not like going. I don't know. It feels like it's it's become this experience that really is yeah. less about the music and more just about showing people that you were there. It's, yeah, it's just status. It's just a status thing. And I mean, the lineup looked okay. Yeah, it looked cool. I mean, yeah, it looked I'm good. sure it would have been a good time. I would have had a good time. I would have. If Con- I would have ingested some cool things. Pretty bu- pretty bummed out that Kanye decided to back out well, or they got B- rid of him. Billy Billy Eilish should have apologized. <laughs> uh Billy Eilish looked like yeah, she headlined, right? And then I didn't really see much else. Honestly. Yeah. I didn't really either. Music I know wise. um Baby Keem or Keem mm. brought out Kendrick Lamar, which oh, sounds yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And Kendrick Lamar um is dropping a new album, I think, in May. So that's cool. Yeah, that's exciting. I wish there was a New York festival that had the same uh, sort of clout as uh, Coachella does. Govball's great, and there's they've attempted to do some other ones. They haven't really hit quite the same. Yeah, I mean, you just need to go out to like you should go upstate. Yeah, they 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 haven't f- fully figured out how to do the Re- East Coast festival. I mean, Woodstock, but yeah, that. that- didn't go so well. Yeah, it didn't go so hard. No. Um, Kevin, uh, Earth Day. Yeah, it was Friday. Was that Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. Yeah, I saw a lot of Earth Day-related brand posts. Did you? I, I didn't saw- see anything. Really? I was dark that day. I was, oh. I, I had the day off. I, I was. Yeah, you were out enjoying the Earth while yeah. I was uh, sitting here working um, and doing the same thing I do every day. You should, you should take more day. De- you should do that sometime. I should. I went to the Botanic Gardens. It was sick. I think it's the Botanical Gardens. No? No? No, it probably is. <laughs> yeah, I went to the Botanical Gardens and it was fucking sick. Yeah. What do you do there? Just look at trees and plants? Yeah, you take some drugs and- Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate Earth Day. Yeah. Really? Well, how long were you there? Like, what do you do? Just, like, kind of walk around? I've, I've, I mean, first, we, like, me and my friend did acid, so that was... Really? Yeah. Wow, you fucking took off from work, 
Earth Day, <laughs> took acid and went to the botanical gardens. Yeah. Wow, this is great. Can we, can we? Is this the first time you'd ever done acid? No. Really? Yeah. And how did it have? It was fun. It was, really? It was, it was a mellow experience. A um, mellow experience? Yeah, it wasn't like crazy or anything. Wow. The doses were locked in, so we- Got it. It wasn't anything unexpected or- like, Okay. It wasn't intense. It was just like looking at plants and- um, Wow. Laughing and having fun. Really? This sounds- Yeah. Delightful. It was nice. It's a nice little reset. It was a beautiful day out too. Sun yeah, was shining. Yeah, it was amazing. I got some sun on perfect, my face. Perfect weather. I've never done acid. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fun. In terms of your dosage, you're talking about sort of like- Just did one. One tap? Yeah. Just didn't want to didn't want to send it too far. Okay. And how long did the this last for? I mean, like eight hours maybe? Eight hours. I mean, it tails off. Yeah. That's a long time to be on drugs. Yeah, I mean it was it was a good day though. Yeah. What did you do after? Like where did you uh, where well, we the did, trail off on? We went to the botanical garden and then we got some food. Okay. Got like some chickpea salad, a little watermelon, <laughs> a kombucha, okay, some okay. olives. Mm. They went to Prospect Park and mm. hung out in the woods and yeah. spat spat our olive pits. Oh. It was fun. Okay. Um yeah, and then we just kinda walked around and Wow. And we picked up some sushi as we were coming down, mm, mm. ate some sushi, and then played some handball. Whew, what a day. Yeah. This sounds uh, delightful. It was really good. It was a nice yeah. nice little nice little exit from, uh, I don't know, I feel like get bogged down by the bullshit mm. every now and then. And yeah. It's nice to get some clarity and to okay. take, a, take a breather and- yeah. To, refresh my perspective on life wow kevin and i just thought you were just uh you know just in just taking a day off a personal day no it was a mental health day i mean to be honest kudos kevin kudos to you it sounds you gotta do it sometimes sometimes you gotta sometimes you you, i think you celebrated earth day um i didn't even mean to celebrate Earth Day as the lord intended yeah that's that's beautiful um yeah, online because you were very much offline. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I had my phone on airplane mode until like yeah. four p.m. No, the last thing you want to do when you're high on any drug is look at your phone. Yeah, that is a is just a, the the worst thing you could possibly do. Um, a lot of activity. You know, I think we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Where now, like every excuse for uh, a brand moment mm-hmm. or even a personal brand moment is an excuse to post something. Yeah, no, you, it, and people just need the excuse. Exactly. And so I think there was plenty there was much more brand activity. We're not going to cover any of it. Uh, no, I didn't I because we, I saw nothing. Yeah, and there was definitely a lot of like personal people posting, you know, pictures of illustrations of the planet and um yeah, merch, Earth Day merch type Earth stuff merch. was happening. Yeah, I saw a lot of it. Who did Earth merch? Do you remember? I don't know, just people. Just people um, celebrating the, the planet through social media posting about the planet. Mm-hmm. I did see a TikTok that was somebody in an Earth Globe costume, mm. and they were singing a song called "Wet Ass Planet." Mm. It was to to yeah. WAP. Okay, yeah, incredibly relevant. Yeah, that was it. Was yeah. nice. I enjoyed, you enjoyed it. it. Yeah, yeah. One thing I thought that was particularly weird was that Nike. We talked about this on the pod a couple months ago. They bought this metaverse sneaker company called Artifact. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of going to be making the sneakers of the metaverse. And that launched on Earth Day, which I thought was kind of a, I, I think they must have missed that. This was That's kind of weird. Yeah, it felt like the wrong timing for something that when that first came out, 
there was a lot of enthusiasm around the sort of NFT uh, digital collectible community, mm-hmm. uh, which I am not a part of. I just want to make that perfectly clear. <laughs> um, and they were like, this is a big deal because Nike betting on metaverse stuff and NFTs and making digital sneakers is like a big deal. And then their big sort of release was on Earth Day and it just felt like that's not what people are looking for. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's kind of the opposite. And uh, I think the fact is, I just want to put this on the record. I looked like the lamest thing on on, on planet Earth. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I just think... <laughs> hot take a Hot take, like buying sneakers, digital sneakers... Is, so they're not even real sneakers. So I think they are gonna have real sneakers, but the first thing is you buy like this like artifact sneaker, and then you get like skins for it. So it's sort of it's like, like Fortnite skins. Yeah, it's like you can buy skins that <sighs> like so you can like level up your dunks, and like just that couldn't be less cool. That's like, so that's stupid. so dumb, and. I just and they're also going to be expensive somehow. So I, I'm I, again I haven't fully figured this out, but they have they basically they release this like artifact of vi- like vision for the for the dunk, but like for the year 2052, and um yeah people people were feeling it, and I just thought it was so lame on that day of all days and i think that's the day yeah like that day first and foremost there was a lot of noise happening as i mentioned before and the second of all like look outside you know the grass is green the sky is blue (laughs) it's gorgeous out there um and you're gonna promote your fucking fake sneakers you know your fucking pixel yeah, sneakers your f- pixel sneakers that uh to mint each one uses the same amount of energy as like a small yeah. country yeah sure yeah. makes yeah. no s- makes no sense and just like everything about it seemed lame um speaking of lame kevin uh rudy giuliani mass singer dropped <laughs> <laughs> did you watch i didn't watch the mass singer but i did see um i did see the recap or like the, the aftermath yeah, yeah. The clip I mean, it was so funny. Like, yeah. it's just like people drawing these stupid, arbitrary lines, and like, obviously, like you know, he's yeah. a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. And fuck that guy. But like, I don't know. And it like for uh, fucking blurred lines guy, Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Ken Jung. Just like appalled. Like yeah. Ken Jung. Like we, I love him. Like he's yeah. cool. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, but like, I don't know. It, it was so funny too because like. It felt like everybody had to applaud and be positive and mm-hmm. like not yeah. be visibly upset. You caught um, Nick Cannon in a weird spot. Oh, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Because like Nick Cannon's on stage. He's the host of the show. You got Jenny McCarthy and you got fucking Nicole Scherzinger and you got Robin Thicke and Ken Jung, which is just, I, I will say for new listeners, there may be some new listeners to the pod this week because we've been uh, gaining some uh, some traction. Mm-hmm. Front Center is a show where we break down the uh, the week in news and branding and design. So Kevin and I um, have been doing this almost for a year now, and we have ventured into conversations outside of design and branding. Like the masked singer. And some of those are relate to content that we watch. Kevin started watching Secession. Good, yeah. on, good on you, Kev. And um, I will say I've been uh, out uh, and vocal about my love of trashy slash shitty reality shows shows like uh the circle or 
you know, sort of uh, blind, love is blind, mm-hmm. um, some housewives stuff. And during the, during, during the COVID, during mm-hmm. the quarantine months of COVID, like the real hardcore COVID, yeah. I dabbled with The Masked Singer because it was dark time. Mm-hmm. And The Masked Singer was a moment of joy and color and costumes. And <laughs> it was so stupid. It was about it, the pageantry. The pageantry brought me joy. And not just me, but my wife as well. And uh, that that joy wore off as the vaccine uh, <laughs> entered my system. And I have not, I have not since watched. And uh, but uh, the fact that Rudy Giuliani was on the show is is not surprising. Is not shocking. It's hilarious. To me. It's just stupid. But. I've 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 given up on the show, and I think it had nothing to do with Rudy Giuliani. It's, it it's was so funny because like Nick Cannon's like Rudy Giuliani, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, 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 enthusiastic yeah. as fuck. Well, that's like, his job. No, yeah, they to, have like, they yeah, all yeah, have yeah. to be enthusiastic. They literally do that for even anyone. Even the crowd had to be enthusiastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so funny because like yeah, of course, like, and it's like oh my god, <laughs> Sh- Sugar Ray Frontman, Mark McGrath, and it's like you know that's his job is to like enthusiastically yeah. be shocked that whoever the mask, you know, whoever the mask is coming off of, that's the person. It's just so funny to hear him say, like, former secretary, you know, of state Rudy Giuliani. And it's just like, <laughs> what world are we living in where that is um, you know, <laughs> that's that's a that's a thing. You know what I mean? And uh it was, yeah, I mean, we knew it was coming and it's still it was still something, something to be seen. Apparently, his the the hint from the context clue of his mm-hmm. song was about the like four seasons landscaping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I read something about that. Yeah, kind of funny. To be fair, that's his. I mean, that's that's a moment that he will never for the rest of his life. He could do. He could win the Nobel Peace Prize. He can literally. Um, he could. He could end world hunger. And he no, will be. He's not going to do any of this. No, he's not going to do any. But I'm saying he forever will be the Four Seasons Total Landscaping press conference guy. Like that's that you know even this, which is like insane. But like this is nothing. <laughs> this will this will be a blip on the radar. Um, Honestly, it was hilarious. But it's it's it, it's a thing. So uh, each week we go through the stories in branding and design. Um, the show is brought to you by the good people at the Die Line. The Die Line um, is the number one resource for packaging, sustainability news, branding news, and a majority of our topics that we talk about each week come from the Die Line. It makes our job really easy. And uh, they do the Lord's work over there. We had Andrew and Jessica on the program last week. Awesome. Really yeah, big, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Good, uh, good scores from, from, from the listeners. Um, sustainability talk, mm-hmm. which, to be honest, should have expected, but hey, you know what? They came and they dropped knowledge on us. Yes, they were spit facts. I think that's one of the things that I love about the podcast too is that we get people like them on that know things unlike us. Yeah, and they teach us. And they teach us things. And And now we know some things. And now we know some things. And we could start dropping those things on people in meetings and such. And you at, at home, the listeners as well, you're like, you know what? You know what I heard on this podcast? You know, thirty nine percent of people are more likely to make an informed, you know, decision based on sustainability. No, it was sixty two percent would would make inform would make a purchase informed by sustainability, and then they would pay 
30 something percent more. See, look at us. We didn't forget those stats. Yeah. Only one week later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that's the thing about the podcast. And that's why we need to get more people on that know things. Yeah. So if you know things, if you know things, come on. We need to learn more. I think clearly Web3 NFTs, like that's top of the list. We need to learn more. That ship sailed. No, we need to learn more about that. But if you have other things, you know, cannabis, um, I'm I'm, I'm blanking on things we need to learn. But like, (laughs) we don't even know what we need to learn. That's true. We're so lost (laughs) and uh, unknowledgeable of things. Our brains are so smooth and receptive to new knowledge. Speaking of smooth, you want to go right into the Snickers uh, vein controversy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is the biggest story of the week. And Literally, when it started to unravel, I was like, this is why we have our podcast. Like, this is why we exist. This is, these are the stories that we love to cover. And there's no other place where these stories are being covered like the way that we cover them. <laughs> like, this is, this is, this is news. And this is news that matters to people. People care about it. And we're here to fucking break it all down. And so this story started earlier this month with a string of tweets from someone called at juniper so i have the string of tweets all here well hold up yes i think you should go back Mm. to the inception okay the inception so a couple months ago i don't exactly know the time because i've lost track of of time i think this was like january 2022 yeah it was january 2020 this was one of the biggest stories of the year remember i think Mm -hmm. i said this is going to be the biggest story that we cover on the podcast Mm -hmm. and that was when M&M's decided to de-sexy the green M&M. There was a bunch of other things that happened. There was a branding, a uh, rebrand, John by JKR. Yeah, there was but a whole nobody, cast really, of nobody was talking about the rebrand. But, Everybody was talking about the green M&M. But everyone was talking about the green M&M and how she was too sexy. And so they gave her sneakers and they kind of, instead of in high-heeled shoes, and they kind of made her um, just less attractive sexually for a... Uh, non-physical human being a chocolate yes a chocolate lentil as character call her. yes and so if you recall there was outrage on you know on on both sides <laughs> rolling stone yes yes yeah there was a call for you know how dare m&ms do this and it became this big big story and then right-wing media pick it up and they're like has cancel culture gone too far <laughs> how you know what is going on here m&ms has to make their you know sort of uh, their characters more woke one of them had anxiety and it was like a big story that kind of snowballed way out of control so at that moment, someone very, very, a very took the opportunity to build upon that, to yes, end the story mm-hmm. in a very improv way. Was if people are getting upset about all this, what's next? Like, what's the next brand to de-sexify their product? Mm-hmm. And the uh, the obvious one is Snickers, which would to de-sexify their Snickers bar would be to remove the world-famous dick vein that runs (laughs) on the top of the candy bar. And so if you're familiar with Snickers, as most people are, there's this, you know, sort of, uh, you know, sort of veinage happening at the top, which is basically just caramel and peanuts sort of sticking out from the top of the chocolate bar. Yeah, it's not a smooth, it's not a smooth candy bar. It's not a smooth candy bar. And so someone very funny on Twitter created a fake article that says Snickers are officially craving and removing the world-renowned dick vein from the candy bar. 
and sort of blaming it on cancel culture. Mm-hmm. So and this of, recirculated last week on yes. April 16th. Yes. And so this comes back into consciousness because at the time it was a very funny joke. And I think I remember seeing it. Yeah. And it was sort of a retort to the green M&M thing. I know. I wish we had the original source. Yes. And then it comes back sort of in a, a couple months and has its own moment that goes incredibly super viral because there's a fake article. And then I think, um, it, I think it was just a post. I don't even think it was an article, was it? No, it was a, it was a post of a fake oh, article. Okay, okay. So it had like a photo that showed Snickers and says, Snickers officially craving removing the world renowned Dick Vane from the candy bar. Woke mobs have been begging for decades and finally cancel culture <laughs> prevails. So this is a fake article that's been manufactured to fool people. Mm-hmm. And it was liked over 200,000 times and reposted and retweeted at nauseam and then on top of it society is quickly losing so much culture to cancel culture how it you know how is this happening and then on top of that they posted a picture of a smooth snickers which was just a retouched photo or just a sort of a yeah a, a photoshopped snickers bar that shows the top of the bar completely smooth and said i'm disgusted i'm shocked and i can't be the only one right now and so that goes ultra nuclear viral and people believe it mm-hmm. and think that Snickers is actually removing this uh, sort of uh, feature product feature yeah. from their product. And so that picks up a lot of steam on Twitter, which is funny. And again, you know, sort of, you know, again, a story, but the big thing that then happens, which I think is where it goes fully, fully nuclear, nuclear on top of it is that Snickers, the candy bar owned by Mars, puts out a tweet that says, good news, contrary to what's trending on Twitter, dot, 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 all caps, the veins remain, (laughs) all caps, exclamation point. And so this is where the story goes from, yes, Twitter, funny, viral, trending, apparently. This is where it's the mainstream. It's the mainstream because Snickers comes out and acknowledges they it. claims they claims the veins they claim the veins and that is something that i guess just is both hilarious but also good on snickers yeah you know what i mean good for them to sort of see that they were having a moment on twitter and instead of shying away from it or being embarrassed by it or something, you know, they they leaned in. They leaned all the way in. They posted a picture of a Snickers bar mm-hmm. that had heavy veinage. Yep. And then Twix comes back and says they they said few close call. And then Snickers then comes back to Twix and says, "Waiting for the day you show <laughs> yours off," which is just funny. Twitter replies, but yeah. I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit on that. Yeah. So. So the question is, Kevin, are you here for horny brands on the timeline? Uh, yeah, in, in theory, I am. Yes. Um, I think that they did. I don't know. Snickers did a good job at leaning into this. Yeah. Like whenever you got some sort of like big cultural story that kind of is gaining a lot of steam on Twitter, like you kind of you, you have to respond to it. Yeah. And I think the response was genius. Yep. And just, the veins remain. Yeah, the veins remain. Like, mm-hmm. Great line. The social media managers over there yes. having a field day. Yeah. I'm sure it took them a minute to cook cook something up. There was a three-day um, yep. There was a three day mm-hmm. lapse in between mm-hmm. the original post sure. with the picture of the smooth, smooth, smooth Snickers. Yep. 
Um, and then, I mean, I, th- I thought the resp- response was really good. Yep. I wasn't so much here for Twix getting in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets a little um, cheesy. It feels like they're... It's just like cross-brand. Yep. Trying to, yeah. they're like, oh, we want some of this uh, brand love and attention. Yeah. Like, we'll jump in there, and yeah, I mean, it was somewhat effective, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, good for Snickers again. And it's also like they're a candy bar, right? Do they have to be totally above board, like keeping it totally PC all the time? No, I actually found when I was looking at this post and looking at the story, I started looking at Snickers Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. presence. And they were posting a bunch of like D's nuts jokes. Yeah. So I guess Snickers has been kind of getting fast and loose with the brand personality and, you know, sort of playing with Twitter culture. So, hey, I love a good D's nuts joke. That's what I'm saying, Kevin. This is your, you know, and, and, and literally uh, cold nuts, you know, on a, on a warm day, you know, so <laughs> nothing beats cold nuts on a warm day. So it's like their brand had been kind of horny a little bit pre, pre vein moment mm-hmm. literally like uh, there's nothing funny about how satisfying our nuts are like th- and then that's good that's yeah, good, that's good yeah. writing. so kevin this is a brand that you know kind of i guess had been playing 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 up there sort of uh their 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 childish uh humor and so i guess this it makes is the, sense it fits yeah. it fits them you know i'm not totally tapped in in the candy bar uh yeah twitter sphere yeah but I do think it's kind of funny how a lot of brands these days do this same thing where they're talking like they're being a little crass, they're saying controversial things, they're doing all these things to get, you know, to get eyes on their product. And I just think it's kind of funny how easily that gets lost. And I mean, that's like somebody, that's like several people's whole ass job is to do that. And, you know, for better or for worse, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I respect their jobs and like, you know, I, I even, you know, mix it up sometimes on. Sure. And that's part of my job sometimes is writing writing theoretical tweets and Instagram posts and shit. But yeah, I just think like with so much noise out there, it's it's so mm-hmm. tough to stand out. Yeah, no, I mean, and again, like it's kind of like that's kind of what works on line. Yeah. It's not the highbrow sophisticated stuff. It is a sort of very much a It's dick jokes. It's dick jokes. <laughs> and yeah, let's just call it what it is. And so it's at some point, it's kind of feels like below some brands, but also, you know, it doesn't work for every brand. But I guess if you're Snickers, like, yeah, who let cares? It, like, let it go and let it let it rip and have a little bit of fun, and uh, why not? And so, one of the things I thought was very funny and coming out of this was, obviously, this gets picked up by a lot of the media and it's on a lot of uh, you know sort of complex and you know media sources and things like that, doing roundups of the tweets and the story here. One of the ones I saw was why is from the takeout.com why everyone loves the Snickers dick vein according to science. And so here we go. We have to know, you know, we have to bring in a scientist to figure it out. There's no way a scientist wrote this article. Here's what's so funny about these, uh, the scientist who asked to remain anonymous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So question. That sounds like a quote you'd get from a sci- non-scientist, <laughs> yeah. a junior social media manager or an editor. Explains that seeing a vein-free Snickers bar creates a sense of cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. You know that you're looking at Snickers, but there's something off, the scientist says. That's a big part of the experience. You eat with your eyes. Ultimately, these are iconic brands. People have expectations of what an iconic brand should be. So, yeah, I mean, the scientist also points out that the actual texture of so-called vein impacts the taste experience and the way consumers perceive flavor. If you were to take a sugar solution that 
you know, what, get out of here, scientists, fake scientists. We're calling bullshit on this. Yeah, but, I think that's total bullshit. If you were to hand, if you were to do a blind taste test between a smooth mm-hmm. uh, Snickers and yeah. a not a veiny Snickers, yeah, I think you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Oh, of course. I mean, I would say it is part of their brand equities and their assets. So I, I I think it's probably in their best interest to keep it. But I hear with I hear what you're saying, Kevin. Outside of the humor of all the stuff, if they just um, if they rolled out a new Snickers and it didn't have it and it wasn't a joke online, nobody. Would I think care. it'd be great if there was some like re- religious fundamental group that mm. you know went out and maybe started protesting outside of Snickers to re- to remove the vein. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, but that's kind of like this. That's this is a fake version of this. Is like fake outcry and it's kind of interesting because it's funny and it's playing with the perception of what is woke and Mm -hmm. what's not and i guess the question is it's like at some point if this is is this a media strategy is this like is does does someone start trying to manufacture this kind of stuff is this all an inside job like is someone at mars like planting this story let's get one thing clear yeah everything we experience is an inside job. Well, there you go, Kevin. It's the uh, acid speaking from, from <laughs> <No>. Friday. <laughs> no, but yeah, like I think it brought a lot of, a lot of the, uh, everything. Most of the things we talk about are well. That's jobs. well. That's what it's a good segue into our next topic, which is Mexican pizza is back and Doja Cat is responsible. Yeah, talk about an inside job. So that's what I mean. So here is a new story. This comes from the dialine.com. Shout out to Dialine. Dialine story of the day. Taco Bell's Mexican pizza is a fan favorite. It's been on the menu for 35 years. I had no idea it was on the menu for 35 years. That blew my mind. Yeah, I mean, same thing, right? And apparently, as the brand has been sort of like revamping and changing its menu. Cleaning up their act. One of the things that got removed from the menu was this Mexican pizza, which is essentially just a taco toast. Tostada? What I don't know. What do you call that? It's just a. It's a. It's a. It's a taco in a different format. Yeah. It has. It's a shell. It's a circular shell that has taco ingredients on top of it, and then another taco shell with more taco ingredients on yeah. top of it. Yeah. So I guess they removed it for uh, sustainability reasons, and I guess it's because it comes in a box. Yeah, it comes, it comes in the in box. Some and, sort of flimsy. Think, yeah, it comes in the. It comes. It came in a box, and it's mm-hmm. like I think double reinforced, so the the weight of you know, just the material and that makes like sense. the amount of material they were using like didn't make sense for, I guess, the sustainability efforts they were yeah, trying I'm to sure, accomplish. And I'm sure so for price reasons, right? Like yeah. that flimsy-ass paper that they wrap tacos in probably costs them less than a cent to, to produce. Yeah. And to make these boxes probably costs more. So mm-hmm. they got rid of the Taco, the Taco Bell Mexican pizza, but months have been sort of uh, rumors that the product was coming back. And so, th- and that's where Doja Cat comes in. And so, I guess she has a song where she raps yeah, about so, the Mexican pizza. Yeah. So I saw this on TikTok. Um, I don't know, a couple months ago. I don't yeah. really. I can't. My, I can't really. Yeah, doesn't com- matter. Comprehend time. Doesn't matter. Um, but I saw it on TikTok maybe a month or two ago, and you know, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I didn't really think inside job then. Was thought, it a song or just like so a random rap? It was like a freestyle. God. So got it. Okay. I mean, basically, there's like this kind of like. Taco Bell type beat in the background. They got the bell. I mean, you can go ahead and play it. The link's right there. Um, but play right in the pod right now. Yeah, but you should. You could also play it too if you wanted mm-hmm. to listen to it. Hi, I made a song about Mexican pizza because I love it so much. I wish that Taco Bell didn't discontinue it a year ago, and uh, this led me to this monstrosity of a beat that I just made. And um, I wrote a verse, 
and I hope you like it. And if you don't, I understand. So let's go. So I get the point. I think putting it on the pod is probably worth doing. Um, so, so Doja Cat's on TikTok. Doja Cat is um, beloved for her sort of like quirky, fun, eccentric, irreverent personality as much as she is for her music, right? Which is something I got to say. I'm late to the Doja Cat party, but um, I think it was when... <laughs> I think it was at the Grammys. She had the all time, maybe the best moment of the Grammys where she came on stage. She had won an award live at the show. And she said, like, I've never taken a piss so fast because she was in the bathroom and she <laughs> ran on stage and she won me over. That yeah, was she's that, fantastic. That was the moment for me where I was a lukewarm Doja Cat, you know, sort of uh, fan to, um, Yes, yeah. I get it. That was, the, you know, again, I'm a, I'm a little bit, I'm a l- very late. Yeah. But she is I'm one here. of the funniest people around today. Got it's, it. It's great. It's yeah. great to watch. Um, and, you know, she's throwing in some like Taco Bell pizza, you mm-hmm. know, some SpongeBob, okay. Krusty Krab pizza type beat. Yep. You know, she's playing to the internet. Yeah. She's playing to the internet and she's playing to like, yep. Honestly, like people my age, people younger. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, SpongeBob generation. Got it. So she writes this song. She has this Taco Bell type beat. And then she starts a petition. Is that what happens? Is that what it says? Yeah, it said that there was a petition that, you know, maybe she didn't start, but there's a petition that had over 170,000 signatures. And, um, you know, well, uh, apparently the pizza was beloved. Yeah. You know, shout out Rudy Sanchez. He said he liked it. Yeah. And people were saying that they really, really wanted it back. So then this weekend, Doja Cat is performing at Coachella and on stage, she announces that she had brought back the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. Yeah. Which is good PR for both yes. Doja Cat and Taco Bell. And so not only was it, not only had she done it with her song, she had also brought it back quickly, May 19th. And so then um, Taco Bell, this is all coordinated very yeah, much yeah. so. And so we got a quote from a CMO, Let's a go. CEO, you ready? 
Our menu is full of fan favorites, but the Mexican pizza is at the top of that list, said Mark King, CEO of Taco Bell. From its flashy introduction to menus in 1985 as Pizzazz Pizza to its inspiration behind the creation of the infamous jingles, Mexican pizza has a long history with the brand, and I'm glad we can give fans what they crave and bring our classic Mexican pizza back home where it belongs. Hell yeah. Let's go. Shout out to Mark King. Yeah. Salute that man. Yeah. Um, And it's back May 19th. This is got to be the best promo. Yeah, it's a great <sighs> launch or a great relaunch. It's great. The question that I ask you, Kevin, how 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 much of this is premeditated? And I mean, I think it's cer- is- certainly it's all premeditated. There's absolutely no way that Doja Cat releases a freestyle in. Like the timeline doesn't add up. She releases a freestyle in February, March, and mm-hmm. then the Mexican pizza is back in May. May. Yeah. With new packaging that's been, you know, that meets the sustainability mm-hmm. standards yeah. of Taco Bell or what, yeah. whatever they're doing over there. You know, it's yeah. it's fishy and it's it's, fishy. it's totally it's totally premeditated. There's no way it's not. Yeah. But I would like to believe that Doja Does Cat it matter? did it. No, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, it's, it's back, <clears throat> and it's a good it's a good rollout for it. And I gotta say, I kind of want to try it. Yeah, I do too. You I, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's and it's it's working. And I guess it doesn't totally matter if it's a inside setup job, because it, you know it's it, it's a way to do marketing, right? Where you are, I've been saying that for years. Yeah, I mean it's a way because to sign someone, and 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 this kind of goes back to kind of like we did this with vitamin water with Fifty Cent, right? Like. He was a brand ambassador, but he was a fan of the drink. And like then he is promoted as a sort of like face of the brand. But mm-hmm. it, it, it creates a different feel when you believe that the person is an actual fan of the brand yeah. and not just someone that was paid money to stand on stage and promote it. Because then it comes off as cheap and cheesy and sort of forced. But this feels organic and feels natural, whether it is and not like... It doesn't totally matter, but it it is it it feels good. Yeah, this is uh, cheap and cheesy, but in a a, a oh, different way. Whew, whew, Kevin, but in the in the way there. you want exactly. And so I'm 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 sold. And to be honest, one thing we should mention because we are a design podcast. I love the packaging. Yeah, I love the Mexican pizza gradients, purple like Taco Bell branding. It really works for me. And is the thing about this. It's going to taste just like a, a regular taco. Yeah. Just not folded. Yeah. And, and here pe- we are. People talk- are going to eat that shit up. People are going to eat it up, and I want to try it, and I'm here for it. Haven't had Taco Bell in quite a long time. Same. But I'm here for it, and we'll try it on the pod. There's a Taco Bell not too far from us. Very close. Yeah. Very close. Um, that's the one that the I The Taco have. Bell KFC. Yep, it is. And I've, I've had both Taco Bell and KFC from there. At the same day? Nope. Separate, well, separate good. times. That's good for your internals. Yeah, for sure. And Taco Bell um, will make you sick um, at, at any age, but at my age, oh, immediately I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I go the first three bites taste pretty good, and then mm-hmm. instantly it's 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 instant regret. Yeah. Um, one thing I also thought was interesting as part of this uh, fanfare, and shout out to Rudy Sanchez uh, for his incredible work over on the die line. They also are the new the new Mexican pizza has better sourced ingredients, mm-hmm. um, wow. smaller environmental footprint as you mentioned on the packaging, 
And then also there was a uh, mentioning of a partnership between TerraCycle and Taco Bell to recycle the hot sauce packets. Cool. Which I thought was really cool. Another thing I really saw or I, I saw somewhere was that Taco Bell has chips. Have you seen this? They have like tortilla chips. No. And they use the same uh, packaging design as the uh, fire oh, really? sauce packets. So they just look like huh. oversized That's cool. packets with chips in them and they look fucking dope. So um, we're going to try to get someone from Taco Bell's design team on the podcast, put sure, this out yeah. there so we can get some more Taco Bell design related information because I got to say, it does appear as though Taco Bell is doing a lot of things right on the design front. And we love to see that. Sure, it does seem yeah. like a lot of it is coming from in-house. And I feel like they've tapped into the internet. I feel like they got Gen Z pretty good figured out. I feel oh, like yeah, they're they doing little, good TikToks too. They're doing a lot of major moves on the design and branding front. So um, let's just say salute to Taco Bell for doing um, doing some pretty cool stuff. And uh, this one, yeah, I mean it's big news. It's I just I googled it, and we're we're talking about you know sort of L.A. Times and wow, um, you know Billboard, and this is this is how you do partnerships and TikTok and you know bringing back old products and. Yeah, it well, just it just is is um, done done really well. So uh, speaking of things that we have yet to try and that we definitely want to try and that make you sick and that will probably make <laughs> us sick is flaming hot Mountain Dew is coming to uh it's coming it's to, coming mainstream it's coming mainstream. It was a product that we ca- uh, we talked about on the program when it came out. Probably yeah, we talked about it last with Adam year. Garcia. We talked about it with Ad, Kep- sorry Adam R Garcia. Damn, what a fucking memory you got, Cap. Um, we talked about. The cross pollination between Mountain Dew and Frito Lay, Frito Lay, Flamin' Hot uh, Cheetos, famous uh, product, now sort of cross pollinating with Mountain Dew, creating Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. It was super limited edition release. Mm-hmm. Really good packaging, in my opinion. Oh yeah, very cool. The like, uh, the Flamin' guy was sick. Yeah, it was like super neon red mm-hmm. and yellow and black, and it just looked cool as hell. And I think this is also how you do internet rollout these days. Yeah. You do something either in a limited batch, and if it catches wildfire, bring it back. Bring it out. And so they're rolling this thing out nationwide. I think you're going to see this in stores. You're going to see this in your local like convenience store. It sounds like starting uh, at the end of April, so pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I think this, like Starlight or some of those, you know, Coke limited edition things, I think you're going to be able to get your hands on this. And so Kevin and I will get our hands on it. And yeah, we'll definitely. This one it. for sure. This one, as soon as I see it, we're gonna pick it up. We'll do a taste test on the. Yeah, but the uh, the rollout campaign that they're mm. doing is particularly cool. Yeah, um, Kevin, do you want to? Do you want yeah. To talk about so it? basically, what happened was, uh, what are they calling this thing? It's called See You in Hell. Oh no, no, no. what's Mountain Dew? Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew Flaming Fl- Hot. Yeah, so Mountain Dew Flaming Hot yep. is the official drink of Hell, yep. Minnesota. Yes, which is a real place. Yep. Um, and to roll it out. They are throwing a one-day yep. bonanza yep. starring Action Bronson and yep. DJ Pauly D. <laughs> what a combo. I know. What a fucking combo. It's pretty <laughs> sick. If I was in the vicinity of Hell, Michigan, I would definitely be finding my way there. Yeah. Um, two, honestly, two legends that in my life have influenced me in a great way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Definitely had a Pauly D shirt in high school. No way. Yeah, I've got at least yeah, I've got one or two Action Bronson shirts 
on me at the moment. We're wearing an outcast shirt today, so only legends go on Kevin's body. Yeah, true. Yeah. I wish I could still find the uh, Paul E.D. shirt. I think I donated to Goodwill, but, yep. you know. Seems like something you would have done post Jersey Shore yeah. fame. But I think this is a sick, pretty sick activation. Like it's, Local festival, yeah, music pretty, festival. Pretty lit concert. Like, yeah. Should be pretty pretty cool time. No one on the planet Earth knows this, but in vitamin water, because I always bring everything back to vitamin water, we did a, a concert in Boring, Michigan mm-hmm. for a campaign that we were making Boring Brilliant. We brought in Matt and Kim and like a bunch of stars. This feels oddly similar. Not to say that we invented that idea. Yeah, we yeah. probably um, There was probably someone who did something before us that did it, but it's a good move. You, know? you got a place called Hell, Michigan. You go in there. Yeah, bring Action Bronson and Paulie D. Call it the little, official drink of hell. The official drink of hell. Seems like a liquid death move. This seems feels, like they beat liquid death to the punch on that one a little mm, bit. You may be right, but I'm I'm so here for this. And uh, yeah, to go see Action Bronson, a legit rap superstar, and Paulie D, um, the best DJ on planet Earth. Yeah, that's what that's what the website says. No way. <laughs> yeah, the the website copy is really funny. Yeah, yeah. Mountdew.com slash hell. Not a free a free ad. Yeah, go, uh, go see it if you want. I don't know. If, yeah. you're, if you're in the area. Yeah, I love that they're pre- pre- pretending like this is like a festival. They have like festival lineup mm-hmm. things. And it's, it's just, just like one four stage. hours. <laughs> <laughs> Local DJ performance at 10 o'clock. Bars will remain open till 11. So shout out to them. Um, yeah, they got Paul E.D. and Action Bronson. And they are rolling out mainstream uh, release for Flamin' Hot Mountain Dudes. I'm sure it's going to be disgusting. But packaging, branding, all of it is on point. Who knows? I mean, it could I'm be here good. for it. Could be good. Uh, last story of the day, Kevin comes from hypebeast.com. Axe has teamed up with Dogecoin to create Dogecan the Stick. This was uh, released on 420, which apparently is Doge Day. Um, I got some news for them over there. I don't think 420 is ever going to be Doge Day. But powered by Smart Media Labs, um, this was a basically a um a meme cryptocurrency that went did not go to the moon <laughs> as as predicted not yet and uh we're still working on it apparently and so axe has teamed up with um uh yeah uh, smart media labs to basically they're trying to get dogecoin to get to one dollar and so on that day you can only buy dogecoin limited edition 100 sticks and you can only use dogecoin to buy buy the body spray or body uh, deodorant this feels like one a collab that like you mm. put a bunch of like names you put a bunch of brand names in a hat and you like pull them out together so, like this just feels so random like yes it seems like no apparent reason yes like, dogecoin deodorant dogecoin and axe it's like what yes what is going on there this is when you use internet and it goes the wrong way and it feels like you're just trying to how do you do fellow kids you know sort Mm -hmm. of if you got your axes owned by unilever and they're trying to talk to the kids they're trying to tip you know to dip into crypto and trying to figure out how they do nfts and this just feels like we're pandering and no one yeah, no one really cares. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody needs this. I no will say cool for Doge for the collab. I think it's much cooler for Dogecoin to get this than it is for Axe to be doing this with Dogecoin. Um I you know, I would like to see Dogecoin get the dollar. That'd be that'd be cool. Do you have some? Not yet. I think I may have some. I think you do. You were talking about it last year. Uh, do I have some? So good good this is good for me. Yeah. Great. 
<laughs> Let's do this. Um, last story of the day, Kevin. Um, was that that I said that was the last yeah, story of the day? Well, the last story of the day really is that um, this is good news. That was bad news. Yeah, we this can is end good it. News. We can end the pod on good news. The NBA Finals logo is back. Oh yeah. So I think did we talk about this on the podcast? We talked about point? it last year. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Kevin and I talked about how sort of like. There was a rebrand of the NBA. It was done a couple of years ago by the good people at OCD, Original Champions of Design. Mm-hmm. And it kind of systemized everything and kind of brought in this like nice, tall typeface. The and, system went a little too far. And the system was cool, but in the system, they lost the iconic NBA Finals script. And that's just not okay with me. Um, as a fan of the 80s and 90s NBA. Um, well, the script was big in the 2000s. I looked at... If yeah. you look at the brand new article, yes. I don't even know. I don't know if how long they were using. I don't know if the script was around. Oh, in the I got 90s. it. It's here. It was introduced in 1986 and was run from 86 to 95. Then they switched over to some big, bold, blocky NBA Finals mark for yes, a couple just, years. Uh, it's just what they do. Yeah, and then they brought it back in the early 2000s with, um, you know, sort of it was a the big. It was a it was sort of the main centerpiece of the branding identity. Yeah, and then in 2018 they kind of simplified everything and kind of went back to the blocky shit went back to a little bit of that blocky sort of straight type approach and so finally here in 2022 we are back with the final script yeah hopefully it never goes away well surely it will go away again because they probably want to sell merch or something yeah um but i mean this is a good thing i like i'm glad they brought the script back Mm -hmm. um i think this script is missing a little bit of uh yeah that's the last one had kevin i it's it's funny i was just blindly happy about this and now i have to critique it i'm looking at the logo and i haven't really fully looked at the new script as compared to the old script and they changed the script like i'm happy the script is back but they kept a similar f but they've changed the letters. The L no longer swoops, and the I is not a star. That the star I is critical. That needs to come back. Come critical. On. So they've brought it back, but they kind of botched it in a weird way. Yeah, I think we're. I think first, the first thing we have to say is that we we're are, happy we are it's grateful back. that some sort of script is back. Yes, we it, are happy. We like the character. It's good. Yeah, it, it's an iconic logo. Let's just start there. It is an iconic logo, but yeah. to. I don't know. I feel like they just didn't. What's wrong? I wish like, they would have just brought the actual script back. That, yeah. that was perfect. Like it was, yeah. No, no notes. Like that shit was. That shit hit. Yeah, bring it back, and you know, sort of. Yeah, why mess with it? I mean, and it, also, if you are gonna mess with it, you got to bring in like Eric Marinovich, or you got to bring in some, you know, uh, you know, uh, Jessica Heesh. Like you need to bring in like mm-hmm. an expert to like. Look at the history. Look at the all, like. Look at all the type yeah. that's been done on this finals script, and get it, get it, you know, get it right. This is a step backwards. Unfortunately, someone will come in and clean this up in the future. But I'm happy it's back. I shouldn't. I shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth, or as you know, I think that's the phrase. What gift horse in the mouth? Gift horse in the mouth. You've been saying a lot of weird phrases today. I said, uh, Kevin, uh, that. He he liked the cut of someone's jib earlier, and he looked at me like uh, he, I was speaking another language. He had no clue what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, don't look a gift horse in the mouth means that you shouldn't criticize a gift, even if you don't like it very much. Uh, all right. So that's that, that, that's yeah, the uh, cool. that's the idiom. I, God knows where it comes from, but um, we should look into it. <laughs> Since horses' teeth change over time, inspecting their teeth is is a way of gauging age. Okay, I don't want to go. Yeah, down. this is this, this is, is a, a good pocket. This, this is a weird that rabbit hole to go down. 
Um, rabbit hole, where does that come from? But um, Kevin, the final script is back. They they screwed it up somehow, but I'm happy to see it. I'm, it'll be great to see on merch and on the floor of the um, Suns Celtics finals. <laughs> you ready for that prediction? <laughs> Throw it down right no here. No way, dude. Suns. You're not even Celtics. watching. Devin Booker's hurt. They they they're down. They're they're even with the Pelicans right now. They're gonna overcome. Devin Booker's gonna come out. Um, you know, come back. No, it'll be Warriors Bucks. Suns Celtics. You, what do you got? Warriors Bucks. Warriors Bucks. Yeah. To be fair, Kevin has probably watched way more basketball than I have. I did watch. Um, Although shit, Nets, Chris Middleton. Celtics. Chris Middleton is out. So okay, but okay. the finals logo's back. We're happy to see it. They they they, they screwed up the logo, and then they also, for whatever reason, the the NBA mark. They were trying to make that fit, and it just kind of shoved it over there to the left. It's not. It's not great, but. You know, you got to get in the sponsor. You got to get YouTube TV in there. You got to get the NBA finals and you got to get the trophy in there for some reason. Unclear why, but all of it and all in the end, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. This is a gift. Mm -hmm. We're happy to see the script back. And I think we can, you know, we can improve upon this. This is a good starting place for the NBA finals logo. I think. What I'd like to see is a little bit of a, a zhuzh maybe next year. Maybe we can yeah, kind of get, get a little that. finesse. Get the yeah, star back. Bring in the there. star back. Yeah, we need the star thin back. Thin out, thin out that line weight. Yeah, again, I'm not, I'm not a fucking uh, a typographic master here. Maybe do Control C, Control V from uh, those old files. Yeah, exactly. Just go the old file, and uh, you know maybe that's where you should start. And don't, don't try to, don't try to change this thing up too much. It was perfect. And uh, now I'm here looking at it, overthinking it. I'm not, you know, I'm 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 happy to see it back, right. Kevin. I'm happy to see you back. Yep. Um, I uh, as always, um, we'll be back next week. Uh, thanks, all the listeners. Yeah, thank you. And um, uh, how about this? You know what? Give us a rating. Give us a review. Actually, you're not going to be back next week. And tell a friend. You know, the podcast is starting to get some momentum. People are are are, are enjoying our our content. Tell tell a friend about it. Post about it on your Instagram stories. How about you know reshare one of our uh, our our memes? You know this is we're this is a a, a family uh, job here to get the people out there. And so if you like our stuff, you're enjoying our our, our content. Um, tell a friend. Yeah, and uh, next week, who knows what's going to happen? Alex isn't here. I the uh, it's a Kevin's freestyle podcast. Uh, who who knows who uh, knows who's going to be on Kevin? What we're going to talk about? It's going to so be off. Nervous. It's going to be off the rails. Yeah, I'm heading out of country for a little bit um, on some secret uh, design mission. And we're not. We're not what are we going to do? Take a week off? No. We could take a week off, but no. Kevin has requested that he continue the podcast alive without me and have a um, yeah. We'll a, see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. A stand in. We'll yeah. talk about it. We'll see what happens. Cool. Later. I think I think you should do it with Pete. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Go move. Move.